Good morning, everyone. This was our first winter storm of the season, and it lived up to its hype, dumping significant snow and ice on much of our state with over two feet on parts of our mountains. While this unforgettable winter storm has finally left us, reminders of it linger in the form of slippery roads, fallen trees, and downed power lines. Now we know some people are still waiting for power, especially in our mountain counties, and they've been without it for several days now. That's a long, cold, frustrating wait. And we want you to know that help is coming. Utility crews with Duke Energy, Dominion, and our electric co-ops are working to restore power to more than 38,000 North Carolina households as of 10 a.m. Already, they've restored power to more than a half a million since this storm hit. Frigid temperatures descended on North Carolina last night, transforming slushy, ro slushy roads into treacherous ice and making the wait that much harder for families without power. We expect that warmer temperatures today and our hard-working DOT crews will help. But in the meantime, my message is simple. If conditions in your area are still dangerous, don't take the risk. Sit tight and wait for the sunshine and safety. Sadly, the storm has now claimed three lives and one additional death remains under investigation. We don't want to lose any more people. Yesterday, a driver whose truck got stuck on I-77 was working to free the truck and began to have some medical problems. He was taken to the hospital and later died. We send condolences to all of these families involved. Road safety remains a priority. Since the storm arrived on Saturday, the State Highway Patrol has responded to more than 2,300 accidents and 5,800 calls for service. And I am grateful to them for helping travelers in need and I appreciate everyone who heeded the call and made their job easier by staying off the roads or at least traveling slowly and carefully when you were out there. DOT crews have made progress on North Carolina's major roads and today they will focus more on secondary and neighborhood roads. Later today I'll head over to a DOT maintenance yard to thank some of the road crews and state troopers for their hard work. 169 soldiers from our National Guard remain activated and have assisted with public safety efforts like rescuing some families stranded without power and adequate supplies. I am so thankful for the tireless efforts of our Guard members, our troopers, first responders, line workers, and road crews who are helping dig us out from the storm. And for all of the heroes who report to work for critical jobs no matter what the weather is. There's 60 school districts, 60 school districts that remain closed today and 17 are operating on delayed schedules. Hang in there parents, snow days are almost over. If you're home from school or work today, I'm going to ask you to follow some simple safety tips. First, if your power's out, never use a gas-powered generator, grill, or other fuel-burning device indoors. Carbon monoxide is deadly. If you're able to, please check on your neighbors, especially seniors, 
and your loved ones to make sure they're all right. Stay off snow or ice-covered roads if you can, and before you venture out, check road conditions at drivenc.gov. When you do hit the road, scrape the snow and ice off your car and drive slowly. Leave plenty of space between you and other vehicles. And this is important uh, this evening and tomorrow. Watch out for black ice, especially later tonight and early tomorrow, when temperatures will drop again into the 20s and the teens in many spots. Melting snow and ice, along with more rain for the forecast Thursday and Friday, could also cause some rivers to flood in our state later this week. So be alert for any flood warnings from local officials. For more winter weather safety tips, you can always visit readync.org or download the ReadyNC mobile app. This is the first winter storm of the season. It came early, so it may not be our last. Our state has had a tough year in terms of weather, but we're resilient and we're ready to take on whatever comes our way. Here with me today, we have North Carolina's emergency response leaders, our Secretary of Public Safety, Eric Hooks. We have Department of Transportation Chief Engineer, Tim Little. We have Director Mike Sprayberry, the head of our emergency management section, and Colonel Glenn McNeil, the commander of the North Carolina Highway Patrol, and Brigadier General Todd Hunt of the North Carolina National Guard. And to my left here is Lee Williamson, who's providing American Sign Language interpretation for us. We'll first hear from Emergency Management Director Mike Sprayberry. Mike. Thank you, Governor, and good morning, everyone. Our winter storm response operation is winding down as the temperatures warm and the sun comes out. Demobilization of response resources is beginning in parts of the state as our county partners determine they are no longer required. But of course, we'll keep resources in place as long as they're needed. The state EOC and our NCEM regional coordinating centers will remain activated until our deployed resources safely return to their home stations after being released. As we've all seen, and as the governor said, there have been many accidents on our roadways due to the dangerous travel conditions during the event. Now, even though you may not see anything on the road surface, please be aware of the possibility of black ice. Don't let your guard down. I want to give a thanks and a job well done to our communications team and to our media partners for helping spread the critical safety message. You have saved lives. As always, follow the instructions of your local officials, stay tuned to your local media for situational awareness, and thanks for your support of the North Carolina State Emergency Response Team. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mike. Now we have Department of Transportation Chief Engineer Tim Little. Tim. Thank you, Governor. Good morning, everyone. Over 2,000 NCDOT workers over the past few days have cleared snow ice, and even sand on NC-12, with nearly 900 contractors called in to assist us with our endeavors. Applied more than 38,000 tons of salt across the state, and right now the far western counties are still dealing with downed trees, and we have contract crews from DOT and uh, our contractor partners as well helping with those uh, endeavors. I'm working closely with utility companies also to get power lines out of those areas to get the trees removed. Right now east of I-95, all roads are clear with possible icy spots. The remainder of the state is improving greatly as you move east to west. 
areas south of 85 and east of I-77 and west of I-95 to include counties Alamance, Chatham, Davidson, Wake, and the Sand Hill counties. These areas are going to be, should be, all roads should be cleared by the end of the day with, with the great weather we're having and increasing temperatures. Also, NC-12 is open and passable on the coast. Interstates and major primaries are clear with possible bus spots in the western part of the state, and we will be on secondary roads in those areas as well throughout the day. And possibly many of those roads, probably 75 to 80 percent, will be clear, and we'll be continuing those efforts tomorrow. Also, we encourage people to be cautious when driving tonight and early, early tomorrow, as the governor stated, with black ice. As there'll be areas of refreezing, but they should be clear once the sun hits and temperatures rise above freezing tomorrow. The U.S. bridge over the Neuse River is open. East, both eastbound lanes are open and one westbound lane is open, and the bridge should be completely repaired by the weekend if all goes well. Please visit drivenc.gov for up-to-date road conditions. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Now the commander of the North Carolina Highway Patrol, Colonel Glenn McNeil. Good morning, and thank you, Governor. The State Highway Patrol has been working around the clock providing response efforts to those in need. Areas most affected by heavy snow and ice accumulations continue to produce treacherous driving conditions in our state. Troopers statewide have responded to 2,326 collisions and 5,816 calls for service since the storm's inception. Along with our sworn members, our civilian staff have worked long hours without ceasing to ensure that the safety of our motoring public remains a top priority. I strongly encourage everyone to please heed the safety warnings that have been given by Governor Cooper and our state partners. Motorists who find themselves needing to travel should do so by utilizing extreme caution and safe driving practices to include decreasing your speed, being cognizant of downed trees and power lines, and increasing safe following distances. I would also like to ask motorists before you travel to please remove snow and ice from your car before leaving your home. Doing so reduces the potential dangerous driving conditions that you will create for other drivers. Please continue to utilize drivenc.gov for up-to-date roadway conditions. Finally, I would like to thank the men and women of the State Highway Patrol for your efforts and the work that you've done to support the citizens of our great state. Thank you. Thank you, Colonel, and I look forward to thanking personally a number of the troopers and the DOT road crew staff uh, over this afternoon. We'll open it up for questions that anybody might have. Get a mic over there. Governor Cooper, if you could just talk about the importance of getting kids back to school with the hurricanes and now the snow. Some districts have missed weeks this year already. <clears throat> Getting back to school is a top priority, and I know that road crews are working to get these roads cleared. Fortunately, many of our counties that were hit so hard by the hurricane were not as impacted by this snowstorm. A lot of those counties had numerous weeks that they're working hard to try to get back with their kids. So most of those counties, we did not see them impacted by a whole lot of uh, missed school. But uh, with this snowstorm, when we're talking about 
the depth of snow, we, we had almost three feet of snow in one of our counties. In Yadkin County, there was 34 inches of snow. So this has been significant impact out west. That's why DOT crews are continuing to work so diligently, and we'll try to get those kids back in school as quickly as we can. And I know they appreciate me saying that, but that is true. Obviously, the secondary roads probably a big concern today. And then, how much black ice have your crew seen out on the roads over the last you know, 24 hours? You know, I was asking these questions about that because our secondary roads, there are still some problems out west. They're going to work hard on those today. But regardless of the work, tonight when temperatures drop into the teens and in the 20s in parts of our state, uh, there's water that can accumulate, there's melting snow that goes onto the road, even a road that has been scraped, and black ice can form, particularly on bridges and overpasses. So in the morning, you can be driving down the road, it looks perfectly clear, and you can hit a piece of uh, pavement that has black ice on it, and it can be a deadly situation. So in the morning, even when it looks clear, we ask for people to drive slower, we, we ask them to keep more distance between themselves and to be on the lookout, particularly when you're crossing bridges and overpasses. Yes, sir. Governor, I kind of address this with the school situation, but in the wake of Florence, the legislature passed uh, some leniency on number of school days. Is there anything with the legislature in session that you're going to need related to this storm or maybe related to the cumulative effect of things that have happened, whether it be money or any other sort of flexibility? know we will have a meeting a budget meeting with our cabinet secretaries to see what the actual cost here but I, I cannot imagine related to this storm that would there would be any quest of this request of this current General Assembly we want them to go home and then just to follow up and this is a different question but what's emerging on the Board of Elections from them they're going to move that today or tomorrow or the next day are you satisfied with, with, with those negotiations and what that bill looks like right now we don't know what it looks like. Uh, we have negotiated some with them on it, but we have not been able to reach any agreement. So we don't we don't know what they're going to run on the board of elections not today or tomorrow. Your, your administration has not seen the bill. Yet. We have, we have not seen anything, not since I came to this podium this morning. I have not seen anything. Any other questions? All right. Thank you very much.